Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. It's us again. I'm Les Jackson. The other guy is Fred Staub. We are at the wheel. I am pushing on the pedal on the right. I don't know <laughs> what the one on the left does anymore. <laughs> Not uh, much. <laughs> but And the brake, we only use that if the horn doesn't work. Right? That's right. That's right. Liz. But. But we don't need the horn because we have microphones and we've got a ton of uh, stories about the auto industry. A couple surprises. Yeah, you're going to start with one about Toyota and Lexus, right, Les? That's right. Everybody's been talking about, uh, well, how come Toyota and Lexus don't have battery electrics, you know, because they have all the hybrids? Well, they've just announced uh, they've got 30 upcoming battery electrics uh coming up yeah that's uh, including this one from lexus which will be pretty amazing yeah. uh so a little late to the game but they're getting into it and then well, <laughs> better they'll late do than well that. at it yeah they'll do well at it and then bmw plans on changing the exhaust sound of its vehicles with an over the air update we'll tell you how they're gonna do that sounds like uh maybe some really long extension uh extensions on the ratchets what do you think i don't know but i well i hope they do it tastefully yeah that's that's all i'm asking and uh, one city and we'll tell you which one later uh is suing <laughs> kia and hyundai because they say their vehicles are too easy to steal interesting interesting thank you <laughs> so on the you know, I I speak for all thieves. Thank you for letting us know that. Yeah, and, uh, and there's a there's a car theft trend uh, that uses hidden technology. Yeah, we'll tell you about that. It's one that's been popping up, and something hmm. something you should keep your eyes out for. And also, we're going to yep. talk tech. Honda is going to start monitoring lane markings, and we'll tell you why. They're going to keep a big database of those. Absolutely. And uh, the cost of speed around the world. This yeah. is interesting. Yeah. In some places, a ticket might be 13 cents. In other places, well, it's a whole lot more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, back in the 70s when the 55 speed limit was enacted. Some states didn't like it in the state of Tennessee. Um, it told their state police that they officially said the speeding fine is two dollars. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Remember cool. remember that when uh, speedometers were limited to 85? Oh, and that was so depressing. So depressing. And then a lot of those got swapped out uh, for for different uh, speedos later on. Hey, when we come back, we're going to tell you about Toyota 
and Lexus's big plans for battery electric vehicles. Is that something you'll see in your driveway? Well, who knows? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. Les Jackson getting in the holiday spirit here. Uh, you got it. Break. <laughs> um, yeah, big news this week from the folks over at Toyota and Lexus. They've, you know, they had that one crossover with the horrible name BZ423 slash Z. Who, who thinks these names up? I I read that that's going to change. They're going to call it something. And I I looked up the name of the guy at Toyota who names these vehicles. Yeah. His name is Exigius 12 and a half. <laughs> that sounds like something from a Twilight Zone. That, uh, that might not be true, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> well, um, there you go, Les. Spreading disinformation again. <laughs> that's, that's right. Well, that's right. Well, uh, Ikeo Toyota said this week, he kind of laid out the, the whole plan for carbon neutrality and battery electric vehicles for, for Toyota and Lexus. Uh, he said by 2030, global sales of battery electric vehicles will reach 3.5 million vehicles annually. By 2030, Toyota will have 30, count them, 30 electric vehicles out on the roads. And some of them are pretty interesting. There's an FJ Cruiser. Very popular vehicle uh, that uh, they're showing an electric version of that. There's sports cars. There's, of course, crossovers. Uh, And they have been busy building these things and working on them. And they're a little late to market. But remember, they say they're going to have all segments, including sedans, SUVs, K cars, which are the small cars which i i wish we had here no one would buy them i i do too although obviously they're really only designed for uh, japan yeah they're they're very much useful in dense urban areas yeah but they would make great little delivery vehicles or something oh, like that terrific i would love to have something yeah. like that yeah so uh they plan to invest approximately 70 billion dollars globally in electrified mm. vehicles remember that includes everything plug-in hybrid electric vehicles hybrid electric vehicles they they were the leader in that and fuel cell electric vehicles and then bevs battery electric vehicles uh and it's a big investment it's a huge, huge investment. Uh, Lexus, of course, showed off one of their premium crossovers. Similar styling, very high cabin, very flattened front end. Um, but certainly what strikes me, always less as buildable. It's got those door handles and rear views. Yep. So <clears throat> it's probably not that far out, I would say, on these I'm- Surprised it doesn't have uh, more of the Lexus front end. Yes, what it's missing is the even paint. You the know, big a, grill. 
<clears throat> it does have sort of a grill, but it it's not a full fish mouth grill like Lexus has become uh, kind of the signature of Lexi lately. Um, but certainly big news from Toyota and Lexus. We knew they were going to get into it. Uh, and interesting, they are not in any way abandoning the idea of fuel cell vehicles, which they no. shouldn't. I, I agree. I think they should keep on with that, don't you? Oh, I think uh, they and Hyundai and Honda, um, GM still works on it. Yeah, uh, that's that's the distant future. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we will keep our eyes on that as models come out. As I started to tell you, that numeric uh, letter, numeric uh, name that they have, BZ, I don't even remember. It's got upper and lower yeah, characters. I, That's all going to change. I think they're just going to move the names of their current vehicles over to these vehicles. And that's why that's they're just using those development names right now. What do you think? I think that's true. It, it, if you don't have something that's catchy that people can relate to, what do you drive? I drive a, you know, a Camry. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you drive? I drive a capital B three, four CF slash two <laughs> slash two <laughs> italics. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't yeah. have a ring to it. That's just basic marketing. That's not anything to do with technology or anything like that. But when we come back, we're going to talk about some technology uh, imagine if you can change the sound of your vehicle remotely or have it changed remotely. That's going on over at BMW. They've got some big software updates that will be uh, a look into the future, let's just say. So stay tuned. I'm yeah. Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We will be right back with more Cruise Control. Check us out at our Facebook page, our YouTube page, and more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Control. Hey, welcome back to Cruise Control. Les and Fred here, and over at BMW, uh, they're always doing something different, and uh, they're going to be able to remotely change the sound, uh, I guess, starting with the M3 and M4, um, with a software update. Over the air. So, over the air. So, my question, Fred. Yes. Is what sound would you want you want it to sound like a gto hmm um or do you want it i'd want it to be absolutely silent well since it's electronic that should be selectable but uh i would hope you wouldn't choose for one of the straight pipe exhausts that are so popular around here for bmw uh, no. so it sound like a i call them the shotgun exhaust where you leave yeah. off the fuel is built up in the pipes and bam. We're getting uh, quite a bit of those around here and the police are, uh, are handing them certificates of achievement. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. let's, let's talk about this because it's interesting when I read this article and I said, we have to talk about it on cruise control this weekend. Um, I remember we did a story a few months back about Chevrolet saying, hey, 
current Corvette owner, if we were to have a startup sound on a future Corvette that maybe has electric power, what would you like it to sound like? And people like that initial presentation, if I I can put it that way, Hmm. of the sound. And so over at BMW... They, uh, the current owners of M3s and M4s are going to get an over-the-air update. And it's interesting how they, they put this. Uh, they will, <laughs> owners of the competition models with the eight-speed automatic will find a clearer audio confirmation of gear changes and changes in shifting loads. Hmm. Audio confirmation. Hmm. They're also... Oh. They, they're also saying that their startup sound will be more drama-filled than before. That sounds a little bit Harry High School to me. Harry High School? Um, yeah, that, you know, just trying to make, get everybody to notice you as you drive by. Uh, do you think BMW owners don't do that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no comment. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well. <laughs> it's just, I don't, well, I mean, are they going to charge for this, by the way? I don't think so. But, I mean, that is something we've talked about a lot on cruise control. And I think you will see things like this become a charge. There will be subscriptions to yeah. certain things. For example, story we're going to uh, talk about a little bit later. Toyota is doing that very thing with a uh, remote start on the FOB. They're going to charge yep. a yearly or monthly fee to allow you to remote start the vehicle uh, as opposed to just saying, hey, it's a $300 option when you buy the vehicle. It's going to be a real revenue stream. Now, so far in this article, we have not heard if they will be charging for these sounds what's interesting is who knows uh if uh if he will like the sound that they do it because that's that's very i think that's a whole new area of automotive uh styling let's say you know it's it's what we would call in the tv industry sound design and it i think eventually you'll be able to um you'll be able to kind of select from multiple sounds, whatever you want on the inside with electric vehicles. It's one of the biggest things. Like uh, I think some people drive by the sound of their car. If they don't hear anything, they, they could be going 80 miles an hour when they're actually, uh, you know, but they're going a hundred miles an hour. You know what I mean? It, it's like they use it yeah. as a signal as to the car accelerating or slowing down. If that's taken away, it might be a little bit weird for for some. But there's some other software upgrades with this. They're basically upgrading the whole iDrive 7 system, uh, including uh, the lane departure system, which will use new logic, which is going to be good for detecting uh, narrow roads without a center marking. So even if there's no markings on that, you're on a country road, it will keep you from going across the... That's good. The center line, even though there's no center line, it will keep you from going on to uh, oncoming traffic. The digital key function will be expanded. And then uh, 
on XM XM Pandora, which Sirius XM Pandora, which is the, apparently the new name of the company, they will allow you more options and more artist uh, channels that you can that you can listen to. Uh, no word if they're they are charging money for this. Uh, and if you are a BMW owner, some of these things will just kind of show up, I would imagine. Uh, there are a lot of functional improvements. And as I said, new experiences for Spotify and Pandora. And a revamped BMW News Amp app uh, with a growing desire for on-demand news and infotainment podcasts. All this is coming up. And... Uh, I think, here's what I think we're going to see, if I can pronosticate for a second. Eventually, you won't get a key with your car. It'll be all digital keys. If you want a key, it will be $500. You know, I think you're right. I think that that's what what might yeah. happen in the future. But what happens when the battery goes dead? Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess you have to have two phones or you have to have one of those remote battery packs, right? I guess, yeah. yeah. Um, it well, anyway. It, it but you're right. Keys are going to go away. Yeah. So fobs, uh, yeah. Things that you're used to getting as part of your vehicle will be additional. And don't you find it weird? Uh, you know, certain people don't have smartphones. Uh, I guess I guess the percentage is low, but just people just assume you have a smartphone. You know. And or maybe you don't have a phone at all. May I don't know, but it it's just weird that it's assumed like it's this thing that's hanging off your body and it's always there. You know. Well, it's we're reaching. Actually, my wife and I were just having this discussion last week. Um, we're reaching the point where you really do have to have a smartphone. Yeah, you do uh, because for QR codes and. Uh, you know, just so many things. And we know a few uh, people in our age group, uh, which is a long-term teenager. <laughs> uh, All right. And who, who don't have smartphones. They may have a cell phone or flip phone. And they, they're kind of proud of the fact that they don't have a smartphone, which is kind of silly. Well, I work with a guy that said he's going to fight that trend. This was years ago now, maybe 10 years ago. I said, my friend, you're fighting something that's, that's <laughs> already right. been lost. You can do it if you want to make a personal statement, but uh, you're not going to win this one, let, let's just say. <laughs> no, you can't win it. And, uh, you know, I, I remember neighbors of my parents when I was a teenager uh, saying they would never own a color TV. Right. No need. <laughs> well, gee. You know, it's, <laughs> okay. I don't think you can buy a monochrome TV anymore. You can't buy a don't black TV. Don't think so. No, don't think so. Although maybe you can and have to look around. I don't know why you would. But anyway, uh, let's talk about this strange story. One town, one city is suing um, Kia and Hyundai. Because their cars are too easy to steal. And that city is Milwaukee. Hmm. According to Milwaukee police, those two companies account for 66% of the thefts 
that have gone up an astounding 2,500%. We'll talk about that, which models they say are being stole. We'll also talk about a new trend in auto theft, and it might be good information for you to check your vehicle. Fred Staub, Les Jackson, we'll be right back. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. We started uh, to talk about the city of Milwaukee, uh, home of Blatt's Beer. Remember? uh, Blatt's Beer. Blatt's Beer. Anyway, (laughs) uh, they're upset with Kia and Hyundai because the Kia and Hyundai vehicles are being stolen at a greater rate uh, than other brands. Uh, You know, there could be a hundred reasons for this. Um, But my feeling is, is this really a problem? Well, they are are going to sue them, or they're talking about suing them, because one of the models that gets stolen often, uh, and by the way, I don't see how it's Kia's fault that's that, Car theft is up twenty five hundred percent in Milwaukee. I I just don't yeah. see how they can be held accountable for that. These people are doing something illegal, so you know how can you sue them for that? But I mean, I almost don't want to like say this because <laughs> because it gives people ideas. But we will. Kia Souls they pop out the back window. Then they break the steering column and steal the car, they said, and the alarm doesn't go off. Well, alarms don't do really anything, car alarms. Remember, I don't think an alarm has ever stopped anyone no, from people stealing a car. Drive it off with the alarm going. Um, and uh, they say that, that these thefts are up 66%. But <laughs> Mayor Tom Barrett admitted only 2% of car thieves are prosecuted. Well, there's a I problem. Think, <laughs> I got I, your fix right there. <laughs> yeah, I think I would sue Milwaukee for for not arresting car thieves. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are they, is it a uh, they did say that it, most of the thieves are young people, uh-huh. uh huh, teenagers. And the soul, of course, is, you know, every every uh, period there. There's one particular model that young people love to steal, like the Honda Civics mm. for many years. Right. So, so what? It, that, patrol those. <laughs> exactly. I, I like how sometimes they tell somebody that lives in an apartment house, well, just park the car in your garage. I don't have a garage, <laughs> you know, and a garage yeah. costs $500 a month. So um, I can't. Anyway, that's that's that story. I don't think they'd be lucky with that because they could just say, well, it doesn't help in elsewhere and you don't prosecute anyone that steals vehicles. So there's your problem. This is an interesting topic, too. And I, I think a lot of our uh our uh, watchers and listeners will uh, find this interesting, especially if they have an Apple Apple phone, iPhone. Um, there's this thing called an AirTag. And these things have been around for a while, but in typical fashion, Apple 
comes out with their version. That's like it was the first time it was invented. What it is, it's a little chip that can be tracked. So you, the idea is you put mm-hmm. it in your uh, your backpack or something like that. So where do I leave my backpack? Or you know, where are my keys? You put it on your keys or something like that. And it's called an AirTag. Um, well. It turns out that criminals are stashing air. They see a car, let's say, in a shopping mall that they like. Many times, it's a it's a Dodge Charger or Challenger, uh, and they hide this thing anywhere on the car. Stick it underneath, put it on underneath under the gas tank. You know, some people are finding them in their uh, hitch receivers, and then they track the car. Uh, via this air tag, and then they know where it is, so they can steal it from your driveway um, when it's not attended. So they don't have to worry about you coming back to get your car. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a story in Detroit uh, where one of the drivers, um, for some reason, he was told, I guess, on his iPhone that a unknown air tag is tracking your car. And there's a way to make the air tag make a noise. So he did that and he found it. Uh, and it's, it's, they use this Apple's Find Me app to do this. Um, and he heard the sound underneath the car. He found it underneath the car. So he was being tracked to potentially steal his new charger. He only had it for two days. Guy's name is John Nelson. But, um, this is just something to be aware of. The thing is, if you have an Android phone, you won't know this AirTag is tracking you. Right. Um, but if you do have an Apple iPhone uh, and you get and you you should install this app, really, uh, to find out if you're being tracked. Right. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Wait, I, is, I, I would take the air our... tag and put it on a garbage can somewhere. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> <laughs> or what? What yeah. else could you put it on? A garbage truck? That would be funny. So he'd go following yeah. it around. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's uh, yeah. I would. Uh, I had a friend uh, back in the seventies uh, who had two cars stolen. Oh God! Uh, in a short amount of time. So. He was he was a, a, an electrical engineer and he, he rigged a um, um, a mace container to go off under the driver's seat <laughs> oh, if if the ignition was defeated, which of course is that, that's illegal. You you can't do that. <laughs> but anyway, what happened? As you can already predict, <laughs> is that it it went off on him uh, when he was driving. So, uh, needless to say, it cost him a lot of money to get the interior all cleaned out. Yeah, otherwise it'd be irritating for the rest of its. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine buying that car used, and it's like, why? Why do my eyes Ooh. feel yeah watery wow. every time I drive this car? It must be something going on in here so interesting interesting but yeah. just something to watch out for uh i always say if thieves put this much effort into something legal they would uh they would be doing fine when they, they would but again uh, the best advice 
that I've ever had in my life was from my father. And years ago, he said, never own anything you can't afford to lose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Which brings up later on, we'll be doing a story about the average transaction price oh. <laughs> of vehicle sales in 2021. But uh, there you have it, a little bit of uh, uh, tech going on there. Uh, let's talk some tech, too, um, about uh, what's going on over at Honda. And Honda is uh, starting a pilot program to monitor lane markings. Cars will grade and record lane lines and then tell road operators what they will need to work on. Now, we've all seen this. Lines, they do construction, they never get around to, they repave the road, they never get around to putting lines on it. Or they put the little stickers on it. Or in many cases, after winter here on the East Coast, they're worn out, right? They're... they're yep. You know, they've been plowed over, they've been salted and sanded, and they're basically blasted off. And really, up until now, they have not maintained, really aggressively maintained lines. Very rarely do they repaint them, right? Well... Yeah, they're they're pretty good around here. Well, that's uh, good. That's but, good. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So the Honda Research Institute is beginning to do monitoring of this. And it means they, Honda has a program that will run on its cars to monitor and evaluate lane marking conditions using GPS and sensors and cameras. The cars will transmit this and it will tell uh, people that repair the roads, hey, you know, you have to get out there and spray on new lines. They're starting this over at the Ohio Department of Transportation. Now, you would say that's nice, but why is this super important, Fred, right? Right. But it is. Well, it's important if you want autonomous vehicles because yep. that's what they use to stay in the lane. That's what even basic autonomous vehicles with lane keeping and things like that, that's what they use as sensors, mm -hmm. right? And if there's no lines... It is difficult for a vehicle to find where it is. Do you find, I find this, even on a rainy night when the roads are just black and shiny, you can't see anything, lane keeping really helps keep you in the lane. It still sees the lines even though you can't. That's true. Um, um, it's better than our eyes. It's better than our eyes. Many times I've been driving at night on a rainy night and it just looks all you can't see anything it's like what lane am i in well i'm just going to follow the other guy in front of me but uh, lane keeping can help with that so there you go hey i'm fred staub he is les jackson when we come back on cruise control we're going to talk about the cost of speeding around the world so stay tuned Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Thanks for checking in with us. We are here every time 
Every time. We are at this time every <laughs> week. Uh, Les Jackson is along with me for the ride, as he always is. And we are taking you on a ride around the automotive industry. A lot going on. Been talking about some new technology, some new vehicles, plans for the future. Um, this is an interesting uh, story this week. FedEx and Brightdrop have started delivering, Brightdrop has started delivering FedEx electric vehicles, which you're going to be seeing around a lot now. I think they have 500 of them, but the first five were delivered. Uh, pretty cool. I don't think we have any information on the range of these, but you think about it, uh, you're going to see a lot more of these in cities for sure uh, doing the delivery, and it will make a, a big difference, won't it? Yeah. Um, this is, there's a whole uh, you know sea change uh, in delivery vehicles happening. Mm-hmm. Everywhere, you know, Amazon's buying these kinds of things, uh, UPS. So uh, this is it. This yeah. is it's here. You'll see a lot more of them around for sure. And uh, I I don't know what the typical um, time that a, a UPS or FedEx driver drives, but I bet it's uh, it could be under a hundred miles, right? I would think. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're such short trips. And they, they lend themselves, because they are a box, they lend themselves to big battery packs because there's a mm-hmm. lot of floor space to put them on. So we'll be seeing a lot more of them for sure. I'm I'm sure we will see a lot more of them in the future. So uh, there you have it. Um, so let's check that out. And then let's talk about this cost of speeding tickets around the world. Um, and, uh, this was put together by, uh, an Australian insurance company called budget direct. And they went through around the world, what speeding costs in new South Wales, uh, which is where Sydney is located. You will get a, um, ticket worth $2,350 for doing 45 kilometers over the limit. Hmm. That's about $1,682. And that's only about, that's really, that's only like 20 miles over the limit. That's a pretty huge fine, right? Well, here in Virginia, it, it's automatically reckless driving. Really? 20 over the limit. Really? Wow. And mm-hmm. what, what's the charge for that? Do you know? Uh, asking for a friend. <laughs> well, <laughs> it uh, it's steep. It's very steep, but also uh, you they you get uh, an automatic uh, like ten points on your license. Ten you points have to go to school and oh yeah, wow, wow. Okay, well let's look at some of these others um, in other parts of. Australia, the fine is $568 for a similar speed. Uh, and then some have mandatory license suspensions. Wow. Uh, Argentina, the maximum fine is $3,716. Hmm. 
for a similar about 20 miles over the speed limit. Uh, but if you are in, in neighboring Paraguay, the charge is 13 cents. Uh, let me look up real estate in Paraguay. <laughs> uh, and, and and if 13 cents is too much, we have something a little bit better. In the Sudan, the lowest fixed fine is nine cents. <laughs> I'm going to have to fine you. You're going to have to pay me right here. <laughs> but you have to have exact change in pennies. If you pay me 10 cents, that would be considered a, a bribe, right? <laughs> I guess it would be. Plus, most of the roads in the Sudan are, you know, are unpaved. Yeah. So, so it'd be pretty hard to speed. But uh, the biggest fine comes to uh, some, some countries in Europe base it on your your income. Mm. And in Sweden, there was a 37-year-old Swedish driver who was driving an SLS AMG at 180 miles an hour on the A12 between Bern and Lausanne, Switzerland. This is back in April of 2010. And that fine was over a million dollars or very close to a million dollars. That's a little bit excessive. That's uh, wow. Um, what what happens here if you are way if you're like doing 125 or something? What happens? I mean, you it, generally get arrested unless you have unless you're very nice when you stop and say yes, I was speeding. Yes, I was probably going that speed. Maybe they'll say I'll write you for 80 or I'll write you for 85. Well, when, um, and I'm just speaking for a friend. <laughs> Not that you would know anything about this. But on a on a Thanksgiving day, uh, oh, about 15 years ago, uh, someone I know uh, driving uh, a press car uh, in upstate New York was cruising. And there was honestly no one on the road. Um and it was cruising at 130. <laughs> were the wheels this off the ground? Some, someone I know. I'm just asking, were the wheels off uh, Yeah, the I know. I, you know, I, I can't, can't give names out. But okay. anyway. Yeah, no, we don't uh, need that. That person saw a police car about two miles ahead sitting on an, on an overlook. With a radar. And, and it was literally, he was the only car on the road. So he just lifted um, and let it coast. And of course the police car was there waiting and, um, and the police, uh, issued a ticket for 93 in a 65. So 30 plus, which is as long as it was 30, less than 30 miles under or less than 30 miles over, it wasn't reckless driving or an arrest. Mm-hmm. So I think again, if if you're if you're responsible and you clearly are in control and the police assess the situation, you know, uh, by the way, it gets real expensive. But but uh, th there was a press event here. I wasn't at it, but there was uh, about two years ago, 
uh, an Audi press event out in the Blue Ridge, and a guy got caught speeding on Route 81 in Virginia uh, from out of town, out of town press guy. Uh, and he was doing about 120, and he was arrested. Wow. Put in jail. Wow. Um, and uh, his friends and lawyers had to come and bail him out the next day, and he went to court and paid thousands in fines. Wow. <laughs> that was uh, not a great press trip for that person. Uh, no, but he was probably arrogant. Yeah, the th key thing is, if you're caught doing that, say, I was doing it. Yeah. That's right. I, you know, well, you're I'm right. sorry I was doing that. Um, uh, you you got me. That is it. I, I actually yeah. had a state trooper tell me that, who I was not stopped by. I just happened to be talking at an event, and he said, it all depends. In 10 seconds, I'll decide what I'm going to do, how you act. <laughs> and if you say, yeah, yeah. I, I was really speeding, he said, uh, I might be able to do something for you, you know? So, <laughs> right there you go. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this uh, hour of Cruise Control. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Check out our YouTube page, all kinds of things like that. The podcast. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We'll see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.